Soft Podcast, the number one CA Nerd Podcast, and the only CA Nerd Podcast that I know of. And it doesn't matter if there are others, because this is the best CA Nerd Podcast ever, period. And if you disagree, go and fuck yourself. Join the Jim Cook as he interviews all the stars of CA with successful interviews, such as the dictator of CAW, Joe Walsh, Kelly Bedlam, Alex James, the Jabroni Cuddle Green, Hankin Worldwide, Mick McManus, the BUAT, Sean O'Connor, the King Bobby Mitchell, and the Cock Hopkins brand, Benjamin Elrond Hopkins, the FWC Parker, with the Jetco. Welcome to the FWZ Podcast. Once again, it is a new week. It is a new month of April, but the times are the same. I'm not going to talk too long because I've got a long interview with that swine, that Scottish swine, Scooty McShaffer. But before we do, I want to say one quick thing before we head on. If you're looking to take some time to do something big this week, this weekend, whatever it is, if you're still in your house, if you're I think everyone's quarantined now, actually, so I think everybody's on lockdown. What you need to do is you need to go out of your way to check out some old CAW, as we all love. And the CAW that I recommend for you this week is GSF Midnight Madness, Episode 6. Oh, that is one hell of a show. It's called More Warped Perceptions. It's got over nearly 50 likes. The views are going through the roof. It is quite possibly one of the best pieces of content I've ever seen. You've got the Onyx. You've got Walter Scott. You've got the Cot Guns. And I wasn't insulting. They actually are called the, the Cot Guns. Chris McIntyre. I don't know if I'm actually going to say if Chris McIntyre was on there, but never mind. You've got the Spartan. Even the Spartan, who is managed by Ryan Paul Jones. What a great manager he would be, as uh, he kind of reminds me of a bit of a sleazy salesman. So I think he would be a great manager for him, Jay Crack, Ed Gucci, Pitbull, Roger Terry, they're all on there, it is fantastic, it's just over 2 hours and 37, which may be long, but Mr. Geddes doesn't uh, release his content very often, so what it is, it's a banger, and it is, it's great scene, some great green screen, if you're looking and thinking to yourself, how can I make my show different without the occasional match backstage segment, without that boring template? Go and check it out, because it's got some things that, hell, even I didn't even think about doing. And I do a lot of green screen stuff. Uh, and there's things on there, actually, that I think about doing myself. Uh, not copying it, but doing some stuff. Mike Sutton, all the rest of them on there. So go and check it out. It is great, including uh, some phenomenal promos from The Onyx, and also some phenomenal promos from Chris McIntyre as well. Hopefully, we'll be having Mr. Geddes on a future show where we can run down that episode, because it is fantastic. Go and check it out. GSF Midnight Madness, episode 6. Now, let's get into quite possibly one of the most aggravating interviews I've ever faced, ever, in Scott McShannon. It is a dark day here in the FWZ because I'm joined by one of my arch rivals. Uh, to you, you know him as Scott McShannon. I know him as a cantankerous, rude, loony bit of a man. This is Scott McShannon. Scott, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm not too bad. Probably one of your darkest days of the brightest man in core. How's yourself, Jim Apple? Is that we? You... Oh, don't start this shit. I'm, t- <laughs> no, don't, 
I don't want any nicknames. I don't want anything. This is my show, okay? This is where my rules go. Okay, Jensang. <sighs> right, anyway, I swear to God, you're not going to do this, this whole thing. This is oh, I can't promise anything. So, first and foremost, I don't know if I've got this correct, and you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. Were you ever part of a league called DRW? I'm pretty sure that was an ethered. Well, when I was doing my research, there was like a really random... That should be a t-shirt idea, by the way, when I say that. I was doing my research. There was a video, and you were a heel. This is like 2007, like SmackDown was 2007. And then a guy called Fraser Hemphill came and beat you up. Is that, are you the same person on there? Because it said Scott McShannon. Yeah, that was me. That is, so that is you. <laughs> Take a trip down memory lane. Yeah, that's me. So, so tell me about that. What the hell was DRW? Uh, that was an older, older, older confederation with somebody who I can't exactly remember. <laughs> the show originally wasn't on YouTube. It was actually uploaded to Filefront through... Filefront. I want to say his name is Joseph Lockhart, but he did basically a call show on the Xbox 360 version of SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. And... Basically, we got involved. We've known each other since the MSN Hotmail days. MSN. Yep, that's the outlook on life. But we basically used to have a group of people from England and America back then on YouTube, believe it or not, and Outlook. And there was also a guy called Bogus Bobby Bazin who created the character. <laughs> Bogus Bobby what? Basin. <laughs> Bogus Bobby Basin. That's 3B to be short. <laughs> but well, it's your English that come up with the fucking nicknames, so don't blame me. Well, it wasn't me particularly, was it, dumbass? Might have been just simple. Well, interestingly enough, uh, the time I have of this, the twenty-first of February, two thousand and eight. We go all the way back to uh, SmackDown vs. Raw, two thousand six, actually. And uh, oh, it was a video. It was a video. I mean, to be honest, I put your name in Google, and what I did with some people, and that's what came up. In fact, the title of the video says, Scott McShannon getting owned. Yeah, that's um, Fraser Hemphill based on an aftermatch altercation of me being Stone Cold Stunnard, and that was me back then being owned, which, funnily enough, was exactly one week after my 13th birthday. 13. Why did, why did we get involved in CAW quite young, like 9, 10, 11, 12? Straight. I, yeah. I have no idea. I mean, back then, I think the passion of enjoying wrestling as a youngster, growing up into that kind of environment and being able to kind of wish that you were a wrestler, so it was kind of like a hobby slash pet project that became something in this form. But that's kind of interesting because most of the guys now who are new are either mid-20s, uh, maybe 17, 18, but think about this and propose the situation. What if, you know, we were in the Court All Stars Discord or any Discord and you've got a, a nine year old in there or a ten year old? Would would that would be weird, right? That would be weird. I mean, yeah. I mean for, especially for Jay having to clean up his act, but it'd be very weird. Well, especially if, you know, we got all of us, you know, making all these weird jokes and all this other stuff and there's like, you know, our versions are 11, 12 year olds just hanging out. I just find it a bit weird talking to a 10 year old. I mean, it wouldn't be weird. It would just be, I don't know, just strange. 
yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. If you've not come across it in this kind of field, you would definitely be weirded out by it. But you would be very selective about what you say, so you don't <laughs> corrupt that young mind. Well, actually, as I uh, mentioned that, I actually found a Scott McShannon Fraser, no, Scott McShannon Bobby Basin promo, or Basin, Basin, whatever. And uh, it was for the first CPV slash me. It was, I, don't, uh, I, I don't actually think that CPV ever actually happened, but yeah, that was a, a weird-ass promo from back in the day. So, in fact, I will read you the story here because I have it uh, here. Scott killed BBB's partner, Fraser Hemphill. BBB like... wants to avenge his former tag team partner's death. <laughs> Did you kill someone? Mm, not intentionally. And then why are you beating up Jeff Hardy? In this video as well. I think that's meant to be Fraser Hempel. <laughs> uh, I thought it was just sorry. <laughs> I believe it may have been a somebody's created cough from that league DRW back then. So is that your first league you were ever in? I believe so, yeah. I, no, I'm not entirely sure what the league was called. I think it was Money Gang Inc. But it was a cam fed and that didn't last any more than two shows. But along the lines of that, that would have been probably one of my first two or three colleagues that I initially joined. What was the very first one you joined? Probably DRW, I'm sure, or OTT or MCAWW, which unfortunately was CXWI before it was CXWI. Ah, because, well, I didn't really, I wanted to dance around it because, um, when I had searched once again your name, that that uh, that kind of popped up again. When did you get involved with those guys? Well, that probably would have been about 2007 or 8. So what I, what I want to ask about this, though, and, and we uh, we had a, uh, a podcast with Mr. Hopkins, and when I brought up the CXWI topic, he got really annoyed at me, and then got really annoyed at you for uh, not telling me certain things that I didn't know, but now I know in the weirdest way. Now... Controversy aside, with all this controversy, why did you and Ben get involved in it in the first place? Like, how did you get involved with it? So that part of the interview was actually, that first portion was recorded about uh, quite a while ago, actually about a month and a half ago. So we're now recording this bit months later, because during that recording, uh, Mr. Scott had some bad news. He had to take a roll down the road. But we are back sometime later to continue on our conversation uh, to you, it won't make much difference because you're listening this in unison. But uh, for for Scott, who may have not remembered, we were talking about um, DRW. You remember that Fraser Hemphill? That's what we were talking about uh, with that guy, some uh, weird guy studying you on a weird SmackDown versus Raw, and um, some weird some some weird stuff he used to do back in the day. Also, my boy Bogus Bobby Basin. What a yeah. name. That's the one. <laughs> now, actually, one of the things one of the things that I was about to do before you had to go was actually talk about a league that you and all Ben Hopkins were happy to be a part of, that being CXWR. I'm wondering if that actually jinxed it, you know? Yeah, hopefully you did jinx it. Don't bring that back. But the people... Serious now. We hear a lot stuff about them which is bad and the stuff that they do and questionable storylines we can go on about that all day all day long but what i want to ask you is 
for you guys, I mean, it's coming from a guy who wasn't around, you know, back then because, you know, I'm back and forth, coming back and forth. What made you go and be with those group of guys? What sold you, even Ben, on going to that place in the first place? Well, long before all of these stories came to fruition, it wasn't originally like that. It was literally just a fantasy league where originals where we all got together on YouTube and just created storylines, then it evolved into something more, into a Facebook group page, then suddenly it became politics and porn. So, what I don't understand, though, is where you all that that stuff, or did you guys kind of leave before that? We kind of tolerated it until a point where we were told it wasn't going to be coming back. And right. unfortunately, it did come back. Now it's back more than ever. And it originally started with Austin U has been screwed around the storylines behind his back and stuff like that. And he completed his last show, has then left the show. Ben, John Blackhorse, and such followed suit, but I stayed around for a little while longer. Right. And so things kind of happened similar to me and myself. And was being decked about as you do. And mm. I've known Elliot longer than most people involved, so this goes a lot further back in 10 years at least, so okay. more of a friendship involved, but at the same time, you can't call someone like that a friend, let's be fucking honest. And right. somebody belongs a trust like that and goes and does things that, that like not even communicating ideas towards you or keeping you in the loop of the storylines and plans that he's got for, for you. Yeah. It was a lot of blind trust. And eventually, it was a restore that broke the cameras back, and I decided to leave myself. One of the things that I remember I was going to talk to you on the when we recorded this originally, which actually just popped into my mind when I was doing research on you back then, back that last month, I'd come across a weird thing. I mean, I hate politics and this kind of stuff, and when it gets kind of really weird and personal is when it's kind of you know ridiculous. And I was listening to a podcast with Jay, and he was talking to Elliot. Right. And, there, and there was this discussion about something to do with somebody hacking it or something. This is my foggy memory, by the way, so if I don't make sense, that's why. And somebody had done something and they tracked the IP address because he said that he could and he thought it was you. And Jay tried to defend you because he said it wasn't you. And then Elliot said something along the lines of, well, prove to me that it wasn't. Um, I was trying to remember what that was because I think that was Jay asking. I mean, you know, Jay you know, with his satire interviews, and it, and it took a bit of a weird turn because oh, yeah. it was talking about them pe people thinking it was you or, or I can't remember. I think I addressed this in Ben Hopkins' episode like ages ago. But... Oh, yeah, this was uh, basically people mocking Elliot about his depression and stuff like that, and it was a fake account, and Elliot right. back to the IP saying it came from London, which was basically trying to accuse Ben. Ah, maybe I got the wrong way around then, that's why. Right, okay. But I, I still spoke to Elliot at this point, and I was like, Elliot, Ben doesn't even stay in London, so I don't know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it's and it's a character characteristic thing. It's not in Ben's nature to go and do something as petty and shallow as that. So immediately that... we could automatically eliminate Ben for the equation, and it's that's attacked well... someone of a Sonny or Lester Barkley, whatever you would rather call him. Right. A tactic he's used in the past, and similar enough it's a similar tactic so so you believe that he did it it, it all adds that up to him i'm not saying it's him i'm saying it's more likely could be him now what baffles me about that is because we recently had a, a situation between ourselves actually and i thought that that 
you've got your cliques, you've got your groups, but the one thing you know about the cliques and the groups that stick together, them being them, I thought they stick together, but it seems to be that there's almost sort of double turn moles within that group because, for example, some people may not know this, but of course I've got this next headliner tournament, you're in it, and El Navino's yeah. in it, and he came to me because there was there was some um, some comments on his channel and also because it would originally come up on the showcase video where I said who was going to be participants and then there was a guy on there who was your name I originally thought it was you because it was just a comment something about what you're going to do it came in a bit pretty hard but I didn't think much of it it was only when he brought to my attention that there was some guy called Scott McShannon saying things on his videos that I then thought well first of all I was like well hang on a minute that doesn't sound like Scott because I don't think he'd be that direct and I don't know if he cares that much to do something like that. Plus his jokes are a bit more wittier than that. Oh, yeah. And then it, I of course asked you and he said it wasn't. So for that then, and I was talking to him and I was saying, look, it isn't him. I've gone and done my, you know, investigation as it were. And he said it wasn't him. And, you know, I put the, the conversation to him because somebody else told me, have you not thought about if someone within, you know, that CXWI group? Now, what I understand is, why would somebody in that group do that to him if he's already in that group? Like, why? That doesn't make any sense to me, basically. Well, it's an easy way to try and drag somebody's name through the mud, as you could say. But at the same time, that's how he gets his jolly, gets his kicks. He's that pathetic that he gets joy out of it. So. But if they're in the same group, I thought they'd all be, like, tight. Why are they doing that to to each other? That makes no sense to me. Because they're all toothpaste pieces of shit. It's simple as that you've got to understand the simple fact that they all talk about each other behind each other's backs and it's right. a continuing pattern and it's openly welcome within that community hub of cxwi so that's why i call it the toxic comma when we talk about all these weird storylines that come up and all these discussions about you know weird pokemon stuff and you know stuff i won't necessarily get into because I've been learning about this recently, you know, past past year. Yeah, yeah. Where does the root of this come from? Wh whose mind does this come from to create these kind of storylines? Elliot May, the owner of CXWA. And and this is where I question where you put that into your mind and think I'm going to do this. This is a good idea. That's not even cool. not even second guessing, thinking. Well, you know, oh, it'll be all right. I'll stick it out there. Or, well, you know, maybe this isn't a good idea. Or, man, that was a silly idea I came with. I'm not going to do that. Just, yeah, I'm going to do that. Well, you really need to listen to Sean Walsh's uh, talk with Elliot well, May. Well, I, I did, and that kind of went the other way because he's putting things out there, which to me sounds like shitty excuses in the sense of I have an effed up mind. And I'm thinking to myself, look, we all like weird stuff, but that wasn't weird that was just you know downright disturbing and you know I, I, you can't you can't come up with an excuse like that so say for example i asked you that i'm looking for someone to give me a good excuse and no one's going to give me excuse excuse because it's weird but also i'm you know trying to get someone to justify it in their own actions and you know i've seen other guys a part of it who have been asked that question and they don't see it as weird they see it as normal and these people having relationships with the company from saying this pokemon on this podcast because there's people by the way who listen to this who have no fucking idea what i'm talking about but <laughs> i'm i'm making the point of they think it's okay and that's normal and i think that's slightly narcissistic of them to think that and i think there's a few mental issues that need to be addressed in a in a sensitive way 
to think that. And I did listen to that podcast, and then Sean got angry with him afterwards because he said it had been two-faced and blah, blah, blah. So that wasn't really giving me the answer that I want to. But I feel like you're setting a really weird example to people when you look at those kind of stories that you create and kind of being in relationships with, you know, certain fantasy characters, if it were. He's certainly condoning the behaviour, so it's... You can say it's a storyline, I believe, in the Sean Wall show, whereas that they're doing storylines that the WWE wouldn't particularly do, which is clearly nonsensical and bullshit, but at the end of the day, there's clearly is some underlying issues that if you really want to put that kind of content out like that, there's a really an issue there. Well, if I ever do... Um... I was going to say if I ever will have him on his podcast, but I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, God. Sorry to hear that. He's been on the Sean Wall show and he's been on Jam with Jay, so I don't think this is the proper platform to give him the audience to speak to and make excuses for why it's justifiable to be, have shit like that storylines, but it really isn't. There's no place for it. Well, that was partly a, a joke. And I'd like to thank you, Scott, for feeling that this podcast is so high. So thank you for that. Yeah, that's a compliment. I take that very, very kindly. But that won't be happening because I, again, have to cater to two different audiences here. and That's not something that I can do because that's going to be a bit weird. But let's move on off this because I have nothing else to say. And that was kind of my, my point with that. You are a man who is a character, but you've also been doing, as people would call it, C-A-W for a long time now you and i were actually around at the same time but we didn't technically know each other uh, that's kind of yeah. weird since we are we're very heard similar the name. you heard the name Marcos. yeah the Marco. i've heard that a few oh, things off. i'm not <laughs> having this throughout the whole podcast but you hear me you will say my real name and you have me some respect you were part of the the smf forums just like i was if for someone that maybe you've not been a part of the smf forums how would you describe that uh weird i was young and impressionable i mean it weren't bad at the beginning it was kind of a good platform to show your stuff to people on a bigger platform because smf had loads of views and loads of people on that forums yes there were weirdos that used to um talk about weird stuff and you know do weird groups and leagues and whatever i mean it was a small amount of people you could yeah well they had promote like your stuff they had a surplus of 10,000 members who only really logged in to watch any SMF show in the forums and leave a comment like, good show, great feedback right there. Yeah, yeah. But, well, one thing that um, no one's sort of answered for me, were you around when it got closed down? Oh, I believe it only got closed down in the last couple of years. Well, that's what I was asking people because people were like, oh, I don't know about it. And again, I was gone. And I was curious as to, because that was the almost the, the mecca of where everyone would go to maybe talk to each other or, you know, communicate with each other over many different things. And I was curious as to how that actually got closed down. I don't know. I think eventually just Sifford English Josh decided eventually that he had enough of it and just let it close. Okay. Um, the, the actual Envision free servers themselves shut down. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I was curious if it was a case of people who just weren't using it anymore or if there was like a, a, a decision to say, hey, I'm, I'm closing down, that's it. Uh, you know, well, yeah. There wasn't any particular announcement of it, but uh, I've been a member since 2007, October time. On and off for at least nine, eight, nine years, I was probably logging on just to kind of check the place out and using the chat. I used to use the chat function quite a lot on it, spoke to the members like Bird. Brent Harventer, Danny Jackpot, Drake Smith, 
never really across past the Smokey, but I've seen that idiot far too many times, and I kind of seen his origins, if you may. I remember, yeah, those those characters always that uh, many different people from that. I'm trying to remember who I met from there. I get it. My my memory's hazy of that because it was so long ago. But Smokey was, of course, the the main one. I think I might have remembered a guy who I think did an anime show, which I didn't even remember. But I was known as Randy Orton Junior on the forums as a, a sub nickname. I think somebody asked me if you. Uh, commentate an anime show and I was like yeah sure and I had no idea who they were but I just kind of tried to tried to be cool and act like I knew who they were but that was many things but RIP SMF forums we do remember you very well and we remember you very fondly yeah I'll drink a bit of that so now I ask you about your character because your character how long has that character been around for Probably uh, since 2008. So it's been recent then? No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought you'd been serious. I, I don't know, I can't tell. <laughs> well, character, it's just me turned up to 11, so it's probably been here since 26 years ago. Well, what I mean, though, is in terms of your character on, on screen, I mean, how long has that been around? Have you always been on a show since 2007, or have you only had this shortly? This is what I'm curious about. Well, I was kind of just in CXWI for a few years and kind of on and off, kind of took breaks. But for the last year and a half, I've been in like COH, AWF, CCWO, yet to debut for ECW, NX, well, Limitless Division in the... So, with, with these kind of places that I see, I was curious to know how long you've been around because I looked at it as... Um, for someone who was around for so long, I kind of feel like you haven't had a peak. What I mean by that is, I, I'll get I wasn't sure how long your character had been around, and if it was a, a past few years or so, that makes sense. That you know, that's justified. But I kind of feel like, for a guy of your of your character, I'm yeah. curious as to why you haven't really been pushed to the main event position because you know you, you got a good character in the sense of what it is and it's still unique to everybody else but you seem to only get put into sort of a mid-card position which is great if you know you've been in it for a while but i kind of feel like you know why why have you not i mean i, I can't really ask you that because you could just say you don't know but i feel there's more potential there to put you in a position that's more prominent now it takes time to build that trust and association with other people of not exactly been in AWF for at least a year yet, so it's early bells and I've got to work my way up, as you would say. It doesn't matter if I've had prominence elsewhere or I've got this history. I've been a fan since 2004, but been involved since 2006, and my character's only suddenly taken off in the last year. But at the okay. same time, I've got to kind of earn my ranks, I suppose, and I'm just looking to have fun. So titles aren't exactly my first priority, but if somebody gives me enough trust and want me to be in that position then i'll work hard and prove that i'm worthy of that position if you may so you're currently in awf you're in coh and i think you're in dwf for a little while weren't you or am i Depend. wrong yeah i was on the last show you were on the last show right right well i thought so because i remember seeing you in like a tag team thing i think i'm not sure if i'm, I'm correct with that but yeah, i think it was just one-on-one -on -one with tgo right okay fine where where, how do you feel in terms of where you are currently in your position with where, what shows that you're in? Well, branching out to other shows, you'll 
probably see me in other places in the run later, as you know. Yeah. I'm happy with my position. There's certainly more that I could be doing. There's certainly more opportunities and ideas that I could pitch, but you just take what I've given and work with it and make the best of it. I'm having fun as long as people are having fun with the work that I'm putting in, and I'm happy with that. Opportunities yeah. are slowly coming my way. We do currently the AWF United States Champions, and that's a an accolade you could uh, you could put there. I'm gonna I'm checking out some of the uh, AWF members of the roster. Uh, I do yeah. check out a few AWF shows uh, in my spare time. You know what? I, I'm gonna put this out there. Let me tell you something, Scott. I watch Sean's show almost religiously now because I like to put the time to check out shows that are out there. That's some bitch don't even watch my show, and he yeah. doesn't. And he gave me a shitty excuse like, "Well, I'm busy." Can you believe how disgraceful that is? Well, where's where's when's your next show? What do you mean? When's my next show? You should say, "Oh, I saw your last show." Yeah, what, what happened to your last show? Oh, piss off! <laughs> You're in the tournament. I know, but it you should be showing me some more respect. Damn it! It takes time. You're working a job and having to put together a finely tuned and well put together show. It takes time, Jamarco. You've got to understand. Well, I know that I'm the one that's still putting the time in. I'm saying I go and I check his shows and I'm checking it out. And I say, hey, Sean, you checked out my. Uh, it was like six minute showcase. He goes, no. I'm like, screw you, asshole. Well, truth be told, he did share it on Discord, so he has probably checked it out by now. You know, me and uh, me and Sean, we have a very troubled relationship. You know, he um, he loves me and I hate him. And, you know, it can sometimes be a bit difficult because I want to be his friend, but sometimes I just can't let him in that like that because he's showing me a constant lack of disrespect. You know who he's, he reminds me of? Mick McMichaels. Oh, my God, that guy. Who? Mick McMichaels. ECW. Oh, right, that guy. What do you mean, oh, that guy? Yeah, yeah, Mick McMichaels, yeah, him. By the way, I've been uh, checking out some of the uh, guys from AWF. I've been checking out the guys I like on that. I like that Irvino guy. You check that guy out? El Nivino? No, Irvino. E-R. Irvino. Oh, thank God, I was about to have a heart attack. There you want going to like my answer. <laughs> oh, I, we won't get into that. Don't worry. No, I mean, he's got a cool... Uh, he's got that whole Mikey Ripret thing going on. He's got like the big shirt. He's got the smiley face. He's good-looking kid. I think he's a great character. What do you think about him? Yeah, he's getting pretty good. Uh, I've seen him. He's actually recently debuted on AWF, I believe, as well. Yeah, yeah. Saw him. Uh, that's how I, I saw him. And then I saw, like, of course, because that's where I see Bobby Mitchell, Damian Ballantyne. Um, seen a lot of um, guys from that Uprising show and also the, the Superstar Mayhem, which I like those kind of influx of new guys because I feel like you can only do so much with the same, you know, I'm not going to name names because I probably get shit for it, but the same people they sort of put in that that main position, Alex James, and even guys like um, Sean Riley, El Martino, these kind of guys. I'm telling you all these things, Scott, and I bet you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Yeah, you're talking about Cor. You're about to know these guys. You're yeah. on the show. Sure. I, I know who fucking Sean O'Connor is. I know who Bobby Mitchell is, for fuck's sake. The I didn't King. even say Sean O'Connor. I said Sean Riley, actually. Oh, Sean so Riley. You, well, you weren't even listening. I, I was kind of listening. I just, I'm very shit at remembering names. Well, I guess we'll move on from that then. Well, we can continue on. I can remember the two of their names, I believe. Do you know who Big Dwayne is? Depends. I know a lot of Dwaynes. The Maverick Brothers. Fucking Mega Man X and Zero. Jeffrey Alberton. Yeah, I know who Jeffrey Alberton is. Nitro. Yeah, I know who Nitro is. Wonderful Motivation. Yeah, that's, that's words to live by. 
<sighs> Jesus Christ. Sean Ross, you're going to get angry at me? Oh, my God. For not me watching... Oh, you're not having enough. We'll I do watch shows and just terrible remember the names. And if I've had very little interaction with the people, I'm not... No, oh, what the hell is? All you know is Ben Hopkins. That's all you goddamn know, isn't it? Who? Yeah, my, 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 my reaction to... Yeah, I know who Ben is. Fuck, I've known Ben for years. That's kind of a given. Well, I know you two have a bit of a... I feel like, though, you know, our little threesome we got going on is kind of being ruined a little bit by you. What the hell? Ain't yeah. gonna ask. No, not that kind of threesome. I was saying, like, a pal three friendship. Oh, three musketeers? Sort of like that, yeah. Ah, the three stigies, whatever you'd rather. Well, whatever you want to call it. You know, the, the three the three pals. I like I like where it's going. Do you like where it's going? Yeah, I suppose as long as uh, we're on opposite ends. <sighs> now I usually like to do a good old research on my guest, and I went into the the history machine, as I call it, when I oh. talk to many peoples. And I went to the history machine. I put in Scott McShannon, and I found uh, a few interesting uh, interesting things. Of course, you being around quite a long time ago, yeah, you were in some very interesting shows. Do you know a, a league called MCAWW? Yep, that's the same way that made CXWA. Oh, is that the same thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's a, a new thing. You were defeated by Hitmontop to retain the title. Hitmonchan, probably, but yeah. You and 19 Shades battle to a no contest. That happened probably a few times. <laughs> You and JSR and BDS and 19 Shades in a... I've no idea who these people are. Blue Dog Smoke, I think, BDS. This is people that, that Elliot knew personally that when I do still speak to that JSR. Okay, we'll move on from that then. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know a league called DCWL? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You were the inaugural... DCWL Extreme Champion. Ah, uh, fine times. Apparently the belt was bought by this group for $5 on eBay. <laughs> What's your opinion of Dylan Connell? Oh, fuck's sake. That's an old name from fucking <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd get you, you bastard. I was actually going to ask you that question myself. Um, I'm going to be honest. I have no goddamn idea. What are you asking me for? I genuinely think it was a fake account. Well, I'm going to be honest, there's some really disturbing things that I found, and I'm going to repeat it because I just think to myself, what the hell is wrong with the human race, is my question, when I see... Oh, fuck's sake. There's, it's, it's not even that. It's just the things of, you, you could do so much with your free time. So much! This is what you decide to do. Especially since that's probably someone and you're being a dick. So <laughs> anyway, I guess we'll I guess we'll move on from uh, from that. Were that you a part were you, were you a part of new WWE ever? <laughs> not not for not with not sorry, that so tongue twisted. Uh, not from my memory, no. Uh, I believe I was a part of a fucking six-pack Nuno challenge for the hardcore title, and it was literally just a random call. It was meant to be me and Matt Hardy's fucking red and black version one chunks. 
So let's. Um, we're going to come on to that in a few moments, actually. Um, in, a, in a few few moments, before we be, uh, end this uh, little part of uh, these weird leagues, did you ever commentate an XGWL show? Yeah. How was that for you? Oh, very long. It's very long. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever uh, spoke about Extreme Tony on the show. You like Extreme Tony? Yeah, Extreme Tony actually mid show had to take a fucking phone call. <laughs> well, that's left me that's over the first time I ever admit this but he left me to watch the match that I wasn't even paying fucking attention to it was just <laughs> so fucking long and boring it, I, uh... it was a nice guy when I didn't have the understanding of how much people were lazy assholes one of the uh, greatest shows I think I've ever as you know I'm not going to be that um, sarcastic because that's mean but <laughs> I I've come across a show that we were mostly talking about, New Nor, New Age Wrestling. Now, I was actually a part of New Nor Age Wrestling myself when uh, me and a good friend of mine, TJ Nicholson, were doing a European tournament, which got cut short and never happened. Of course, at that time, I didn't know who was behind it because TJ said that he was doing it. So I commented and did all that stuff. You can probably catch it on YouTube, but the thing's dead now, so it's no point. Um, yeah, I agree. I found you on a many new nor shows i've seen one pres- new nor presents corvasion which was headlined by the two uh people with the tagline the match many wanted but never got and that would be the playmaker extreme tony versus the core icon danny jackpot and extreme tony went over danny jackpot which is quite surprising actually but i found you Versus that sports guy, Joe Omega, that sports guy again, was he in it twice or something? Tyler King, Alex Stryker, and Boom. How was that match for you? I don't know, I wasn't there. You, were, you weren't there? I don't remember it because I wasn't really watching Core at that point, or I wasn't particularly familiar with Nuno. How did you get into Nuno? I don't know. I think he just added oh, me. Because I remember you got to answer any of my fucking questions. I, I genuinely don't know. I wasn't fucking asked. Well, what? You're on the card then, Muppet. Because he fucking just added me. Because he remembered <laughs> my name. Well, he could have at least said, hey, do you want to join this instead of just adding you in it? Well, that's his fucking problem, not mine. I should be suing his ass for fucking breach of fucking news images. You should <laughs> take him to court. I will represent you. I have a law degree. Yeah, fucking put it to good just then, Jamarco. Well, I will when you actually call me by my real name. Okay, Jamarco. Fuck's sake. What's your impression of New Nor? <sighs> Dead, is it not? Uh, I'm not actually sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's basic, that's all I can say. Fine. Now... One thing we may have to get to, I'm afraid, Mr. M- um, I'll call you McMichaels. Eh? You're not McMichaels, you're McShannon. Too many mucks. Fucking muck. I want to ask you a question for something that I'm a bit, a bit uh, intrigued of. Um, unfortunately, we're going to have to get into some controversy. Oh, delicious. Were you ever on good terms with Mr. Jackpot, Danny Jackpot? Probably back before Facebook was an option, yes. Well, before all the drama went down between him and other people and, and, and various things... And again, I don't know, this is why I'm asking. You seem to be as if you were on um, good terms and then bad terms. So were you ever on good terms? What happened to that relationship? It wasn't exactly a relationship. Jericho, come on to fuck. 
but right stop if i'm going to ask you questions you're going to call me by my correct name and then we're going to be more professional about this okay okay Jamarco, right, so answer the fucking question dickhead you fucking mug yeah. <laughs> answer the question damn it okay okay keep your fucking knuckles on but yeah we spoke on YouTube. We didn't have each other on fucking Facebook. We spoke briefly on the SMF forums. I've never had the guy on Facebook. Uh, I haven't spoken to the guy in like fucking 10 years. So he thought we were still friends, but he's a conceited ass. So we're not friends anymore. So why don't you like him? I just think he's too much of an asshole. Why? Because he's a fucking asshole. Is that all you're going to say? That's all you got to go with? Do you want me to go deeper into this one, further down the bunny hole of controversy? I mean, it's an open forum. You can say whatever you like. Yeah, he's an asshole. That's what I want to say. Oh, yeah, that was helpful, weren't it? <laughs> so, yeah, bring just... it back round to base. He's a fucking asshole. Uh, let's go further into it. Right? He's a major asshole. He's a fucking sergeant major asshole. Well, he, he believes that you guys were friends. So why are you saying you weren't friends? I'm not, I'm not saying we weren't. I'm just saying I was here with somebody that I used to speak to when I was younger on fucking YouTube. Right. Maybe once upon a time we were friends, but I haven't spoken to the guy in years and I consider the fact that we were never going to speak again, so it wasn't exactly somebody that I'd thought much about. Well, it's kind of interesting that you... I talk about these certain match cards and you have no idea because I feel like I'm cross-examining you here, by the way. I see you, and I also see many match cards that you and him are on together, which strikes me as you kind of... I know you're going to say you don't know each other, but, um, you know, it is what it is. For example, a league called FTW, you know, F the World. Uh, yeah. A merger of two... Yeah, yeah. Over the top and over the edge. Seriously, Scott, what the fuck were you doing? Well, that was fucking 2008. Well, you were... You know what? I'm not even going to address this. Jesus Christ. This is awful. Can I address it if you want? Well, to be honest with you, this is really boring, this one, and I've got nothing interesting. You were in a six-man elimination match with Danny Jackpot and some other guys and... That's what I'm going with because it wasn't really that exciting. But um, yeah, because that's what happens when Danny Jack pops involved. Well, right. We'll we'll move on from that then. <laughs> of all the of all the leagues that I mentioned, what's your favourite? AWF. No, I mean from back then, not now. Oh for fuck! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I believe you should leave it's dead and past. So you think that those leagues should just well. Most of them got anyway, but most of them didn't last a few fucking months. Well, let's continue our conversation on 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 controversy because you were kind of you know dancing around the Danny Jockpot sets question. So let me let me go into something a little bit different. So just coming back to the old land of C A W, and you've all welcomed me back very very uh, nicely. I do thank you. Apart from you, Scott, you've been a right little rude bastard. Thank you. One of the things, one of the things that has come up quite frequently is uh, a name called the Vivian Verse. Now I've been learning about this Vivian Verse from many people that have come on the show. Were you ever part of the Vivian Verse? Oh yeah, yeah, I was one of the main leaders of the Vivian Verse. Well, that, that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. Yeah, I wasn't a part of it. I wasn't around for that. So who'd you bully then, dickhead? Say that again, English motherfucker. I said who'd you who'd you bully then? 
fucking urine where you piss. I don't know what you just said, but anyway. It, it says it does no. actually technically say. I mean, it doesn't. It, it doesn't directly say you are, but it kind of technically says that you're in the Vivian verse. How so? Because. XGWL is a part of the Vivianverse, supposedly, and you're on these XGWL shows. So technically, that makes you a part of the Vivianverse. No, technically, it means I'm a part of a show that's a part of the Vivianverse, but without my knowledge of being a part of the show anymore. I've got you here, uh, Mr. McShannon, on a XGW show and a Aggression Championship Wrestling show, which technically means that you're also part of the Vivianverse. See, I'm... Um, I'm unwrapping the little mystery here. I see what's going on. Yeah, you're just throwing shit on the wall and hope it's next. Well, I've got here that you, Danny Jackpot, you don't seem to ever beat Danny Jackpot, by the way. He was successful in his debut against you, Scott McShannon's alter ego, SMCCS. Who was your alter ego? No, I'm alter ego. Let me guess, you don't fucking know. Technically, I am my alter ego, am I not? Well... No, because your alter ego is someone else. So you can't be the same person. It's a state, it's a state of mind, frame of mind, potentially, you know. Oh. Have you ever seen Split, motherfucker? <laughs> right, the point of the matter is, you were a part of the Vivianverse. Yeah. You were a part of the Vivianverse, you bitch. Oh, I, would. I think everyone could agree that I want a part of the goddamn Vivianverse. Come on. Well, I wasn't viewing XGW or whatever the fuck it was called at this well, point. Well, all right then, so... What do you think of the Vivian first, then? I don't have much thought for it, from what well, I've heard. Are you going to answer any of my questions? Everything's, I don't know. A brief, well, I, I don't really have much on it. Do you have an opinion on anything? Yeah, I've got an opinion on a lot of things. My opinion on you seems to be changing. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> you have an opinion on everyone, but everyone else. Based on what I've heard about the Vivian verse, it's not a nice place to be. There's people that have taken the piss out of people, uh, Rather than helping people develop their editing skills or their core skills, they were very tight-lipped. So they were very st- a stubborn group of people, and really they were ran by people that I wouldn't particularly get on with either way. So probably some people in there, I would assume, were really nice people, but overall, the way things were run, it's too many cooks in the kitchen. So well, that's my that's my question, and that's why I was generally curious because it seems to be um, a lot of um, yeah that that kind of that particular type of person like that's always gonna kind of be there. And why I always ask people when we talk about this is why why they went out of their way to you know to do that to, to people why why they felt themselves to be a little click on the side here who wanted to you know go after people and make them small kind of what that whole issue is. And I know probably want to probably ask you know the man himself if he ever you know is a if he was a part of that or whatever but it just seems like a very strange thing to do to people um when it's it's kind of you kind of have all these guys and gals who get blacklisted from you know all these shows for being bad or whatever and then they go over and they make the wrong thing at the side here and why you know it won't work out is because when you've got all the bad guys who are you know against everything and always want to cause commotion they'll self-implode they'll self-implode because they're all selfish that's why they did what they did in the first place when you've got so many selfish people around each other they're obviously going to collide and then that's going to self-destruct and then the issue you need to ask yourself is not why did I get into a situation like this again? It needs to be, hmm, if I've been ousted from this, 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 and this, maybe I'm the asshole. Maybe I need to look in the mirror. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I certainly agree, hundred percent to an extent. Uh, if I was a part of a group, I'd argued with more than one person. Maybe I would have to take a look at myself and realise maybe it's my own actions that are the cause of this. So you've got a very valid point there, and I agree with that. If you get too many people that are assholes, for example, like me and you, we collide very often. But if you've got a whole group of six to ten people that are that way inclined, they're gonna clash, and it's gonna make things harder for other people involved that aren't that way inclined that are just challenging people rather than to get themselves put forward rather than these people that are selfish trying to get themselves over instead. So what do you think the differences are between now and ten years ago? I have a beard now. No, I'm not talking about you, knobhead. I'm talking about in general. Oh uh, well, there's Discord now. <sighs> I think communication's a lot easier, there's a lot more interaction with the, the actual people involved, the people that they call the fans that are now the characters and there's mm. more fan engagement, people have more input in the story and are the really the driving force for stories being, moving forward and stories taking place in the first place but you've got to hail the content creators, people that are putting in the hard work and grinding and mm. create, creating and producing shows but ma- the major difference from now and ten years ago technology has expanded but not much has changed if I can be honest we see a lot of leagues that are at this moment in time sort of going to their peak and some that are sort of almost shortly maybe in the next year five years that are kind of going to go and um, head their way into the sunset and I kind of see a few few ones are you on that same wavelength have you got a bit of a time period where you're going to be in this I'll never retire Never retire. I'm oh, maybe by the time I'm 69. Oh god, you sound like Smokey. No, I've not really put a timer on it. I mean, the best way I can put it is I've got more gears in the rear view than I have got in the fucking the windshield. Right. Clearly, I'm not going to be doing this for the next 10 years. Mm. Maybe in the next two years, but we'll see what time takes us. So much can happen in the span of six months, never mind two years. So it's all really depends on how I feel, and nothing really changes. I'm still quite enjoying it right now. And the minute I stop enjoying it and it feels more like a chore, that's yeah, the minute yeah. I want to stop doing it. You, of course, being a Scotsman, which um, isn't the most you know positive thing to be. Have you ever met anybody? Have you ever met anybody in the community that is a, a Scotsman like you? Yeah, of course. Well, who? That's why I'm asking you. I was one that, well, you could have asked a bit more politely, English prick. Well, no, I was asking you this bloody question. Oh, you fucking... And you gave me that tone of, well, yeah. Well, that's why I'm asking the bloody question. I don't ask you a question just so you me to go, well, yeah. You took a jab at the Scottish, so I felt like throwing a jab back and protecting us. My solidarity of the Scottish <laughs> Right, go on, answer the question, dickhead. Yeah, yeah no worries, not bad. Uh, there was one in the SMF forums called Kieranod. Ah, yes, we were talking about this a while ago, weren't we? Yeah, and there's one currently called GMR. Ah, is he Scottish? Yes. Okay. Actually, not far outside of Glasgow. Oh, that's cool. Have you ever met up? Yeah, we. Very often on that. Oh, here comes the sarcasm. <laughs> no, I've never actually met. We haven't out for meals during lockdowns, breaking into pubs and restaurants. Well, why don't you do that? 
I think now's the perfect time. Well, where all the restaurants and pubs closed, it's fucking a bit hard. Oh no, go to the park or something. Oh, why don't Why don't you take a cycle up and see Ben? We actually have discussed this, and we might actually try and find Stephen Syntax. Yeah, good luck with that one. Like that will be the the, the question. Um, the issue with me and Ben is, um, Ben's a bit hot headed. So if I went down and saw Ben, it'd be well. Uh, let me put it to you like this. Of course, me being from the north, um, I've got a bit more of a sense of humour, a bit more sarcastic. Ben's a bit more, you know, agitated. He gets agitated by small things. So, for example, if I, if we, if you stay around my house, or I stay around his house, for example, more him stay around my house because he probably wouldn't let me in his house. <laughs> he'd he'd wake up in the morning, uh, you know, and you know I like to have something quite light in the morning for breakfast, like a cereal. You know, I'm a big fan of porridge, big fan of Weetabix. You've had Weetabix? Oh, bloody wonderful in the morning. Let me tell you. Ben Hopkins doesn't strike me as a cereal guy. Ben Hopkins strikes me as a bit of a um, an egg guy, like an eggs. Um, but he's not the kind of person that you know, like simple eggs. You know, you can make an omelette, you can make poached eggs. Um, he strikes me as that kind of guy who's a bit of the old egg and soldiers, you know, kind of guy. And you know, my girlfriend is like this. I hate people who like eggs and soldiers and you know talk about it like it's the, the shit. You know, it really ain't. When you ha- if I woke up in the morning and I said, hey, Ben, you want some cereal? He'd be like, nah, son, I want the fucking eggs and soldiers, son. And that really pissed me off. You know why? Because the eggs and soldiers, there's nothing really spectacular about them at all. I mean, why does a dickhead have to cut up his bread? Why can't I just eat it normally? I don't know. Fucking ask him. Well, I did, and he just says he likes it. So that's why, if we were to meet up, there's no eggs and soldiers. Well... I'm a pretty fairly balanced guy. I like cereal and I like my fucking... I mean, let's be honest. Why are you calling your bits of bread? Oh, let's not even get into Scottish food. You do not want to do that. You're you going to throw in at me haggis, which is an English food? Fuck no, you. no. I'm not doing with that because that's been overdone. What no, the fuck? do that. I go do no, that. Let me tell you something. What the hell is a tatty scone? It's a potato scone. It looks like garlic bread. Garlic bread is just bread and garlic and cheese. It's fucking... And accommodates a pizza. Yeah, well, you dickheads are the one putting black pudding in everything. That tastes like shit. I don't even like black pudding, so take that shit and stick up well, there. good, because it's meant to be a superfood, but it looks super shit. Yeah, it smells like shit as well. Yeah, but buddy does. Yeah, fucking... What about, what about, what about Cullen Skink? I mean, what... <laughs> Who calls something Cullen Skink? I don't know. Who calls fucking a pudding fucking spotted dick? No, listen to me, dickhead. It's a soup, so why don't you just call it a soup? I have to call it soup. I've never fucking heard of that. Well, that's what I... Well, it's Scottish soup. It's got, like, salmon, onions, potatoes. And you call it Cullen Skink. <laughs> that's a stupid fucking name. It sounds like witchy shit. And, oh... atrocity of all time. I am a big fan of fudge. Love it. All kind of flavours fudge, you know. Mm. Great confectionery. Tough on the outside. Melt in your mouth in the middle. Oh, it's a sweet treat, and it's guaranteed to cause a spike. Really, really does. You call it a tablet. No, we a, don't. We call it a fudge. A tablet. A tablet is something you eat. Well, you don't eat it, but you take when you've got a headache. You don't call it a tablet. How does that look like a tablet? I don't fucking know. It wasn't me that made it. Well, you're the one who's meant to be in all this Scottish foods, and I'm telling you from my research of these Scottish foods that are absolutely just disgraceful. Well, I'm going to use my tablet to look up an image of a fudge and send you it because I know what a fudge is. Well, I know what a fudge is, and that's what yeah. I'm telling you. 
clearly fucking not if you think it's a tablet. Well, that's what they call it. I've researched it, and they call it tablets. I don't call it tablet. Why the hell would I call it that for? I'm using my tablet to search for it just now. Fine. Try and justify sore plumes. Sore plumes? I can't justify that. That's That should be illegal. See? Yeah, that's fudge and tablet are two totally different things. We just produced fudge in the shape of a rectangular cube. Yeah, tablet. that's what I'm saying. You call it tablets. Tab- tablets is a harbor candy. It's not even a candy. It's more like a chalky fudge. Well, that's what it says here. And it doesn't it isn't chewy like fudge. It's, it crumbles and it's a harbor texture. Yeah, but that's like a goddamn tea cake. I'm not talking no. about that. No, tea cakes get fucking cream and jam inside it. Yeah, I know what that is. I'm talking... Oh, you know what? We're going to move off this because you ain't listening to me. <laughs> That's what it says. It says it's a tablet. And I think it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, a tablet is a medium hard trigger. Oh, I know. What's that What's that shit I asked you about ages ago and you were like, oh, it's like the dog's bollocks. That tatty thing. What was it? Is it oh, Neeps? Tatties. Neeps and tatties. Is that it? Mince and totties. Yeah, it's fucking... Stewed mince and fucking... In a gravy with mashed potatoes. You can put carrots through it, you can put peas through it. It's fucking, it's the dog's box. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. It's a fucking, it's a fucking great food, right? So fuck you. Hey, what's your bloody language? People watch this who don't like swearing. I don't fucking care. Hey, right. I Listen. told you you need to invest wait, 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 wait. in a sensor bar. You've got turnips and potatoes. <laughs> No, we've got potatoes. Go fuck your turnips. No, but it has turnips in it. Yeah, for the Americans, it's suede. Oh, don't even stop me on that. No, I'm helping out your fucking... Oh, I've actually researched it again, and I've seen it again. A Scottish tablet. A Scottish tablet, yeah. Yeah, which looks like... Which is fudge. It it looks like fudge, but it's not fudge. What's saying here? It's fudge. Is he lying? (laughs) Tablet's a medium-hard sugar confection. It's... Usually made to sugar, condensed milk and butter, which is boiled to a soft boil stage and allowed to crystallise. So basically allowed to harden like fudge, but it's often flavoured with vanilla or whiskey and sometimes there's nut in it. It's not like fudge. Fudge is softer. Yeah, but that's what it looks like. And that's what it's saying fudge is. You look like fudge. Shut up. I'm just telling you what it says. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what it says. (laughs) (sighs) You're stressing me out now. Just this mute. I can call and right, let's, let's go. Let's go back to the conversation about CAW. Jesus Christ. Well, you're the one that likes fudge. Fuck you. Yeah, I like fudge, but that was I got. To, I'm talking about. We call you calling it tablets. You're a tablet. Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus, you've got to be the most most aggravating guest. You're probably worse than Connor Green. Uh, yeah, leave my son at this. You heard my podcast with Tyler Watson. Wasn't uh, it that kids? You don't like Tyler Watson? No, we thought about you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I walked right into that. Jesus. That was yeah, shameful did. of me. My opinion of Tyler Watson is... I don't know if he's playing a character or he's just an asshole in general. I think he's playing a character. I mean, when we, when we did it, he was doing character, which is what we did. Um, yeah. I, I played the, like, you know, interviewer that got insulted because that's the whole, you know, part of did. I don't um, think he is an asshole, but he can be an asshole to people, which really affects my opinion of him. Yeah, I mean, I think that was what it was kind of a part of, because when we were uh, 
sort of off uh off a pretty much coming uh coming normal but yeah i can, I can sort of see what you mean but i think it was just a way of him kind of being a, a bit different um yeah yeah if that's if that's the way you want to put it across and sure Authentic outside, because the problem is, especially in this day and age, you know, when it comes to wrestling, you know, it's a bit different. But in this stuff, if you kind of be a character all the time, people are going to be like, because, you know, you can't see what people's emotions are from text. So you, people might think, well, this is actually an asshole. Yeah, yes. you, you don't know whether or not to take people seriously, either. But if you can't, can't, can't deride emotion through text and stuff, as you said. All right. So you are on AWF, you're on COH, and you're also on ECW. Uh, tell me, tell me yeah. about the shows. Let's tell you about the shows. Yeah. What, would you like to know? Oh. <laughs> Are you really going to be difficult? Are you going to do this the whole time? <laughs> yes. No. Right. Let me that. let me be a bit more specific to you. So, if you could be specific. <laughs> right. What do you like about AWF? Do you like oh, AWF? Nice. Yeah. You no. like it? Yeah. 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 Hey, you, you're the US champ on AWF, aren't you? <laughs> You like being US champ? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. What did you what did you do when uh, Sean Moles came to you and said, Hey, I'm gonna put the US champ on I'm gonna put US title on you? Yeah, I said about fucking time. It is about bloody time. No, I said thank you. <laughs> I hope you did. Yeah, I oh, I, I don't want him stripping me of the title, so yeah, I said thank you. What's your opinion on Sean Moles? Yeah, he's a... he pays the wages. He's a what? What? What did you just say? It pays the wages. Well, I'm actually looking at the uh, the match card for the next pay-per-view or the next CPV for AWF Revolutionary War 2020. Yeah. Um, I don't actually see you on the card. Well, maybe you should look harder. Well, you're not on it. I'm looking at it right now. You're not on it. That's because the card hasn't fully fleshed out. Well, then why would you tell me to look closely when you're not even on it? Because I'm not looking closely enough. Well, you can't tell me to look closely when you're still not on it, you muppet. <laughs> uh, what do you think about guys on AWF being referred to as super juniors? You think that's negative? Think that's positive? Well, the juniors have to feel good about themselves, so calling them super <laughs> I'm sure is a, a positive <laughs> morale. <laughs> I, I meant more, you know, is it like, are you like less than a. I was talking to old, uh, old Alex James. You know Alex James? Yeah, I'm familiar with him. I was talking to him about that. And I was about you know if being seen as less than a heavyweight is uh, is seen as less. I mean, he was okay with it because you know it was his own unique thing. But you know, how would you feel if you were a super junior? I would feel super. Thanks for asking. Are you going to so, give me honest answers? Yeah, I I don't feel being confined to a weight division as something that is an issue if you really want to put 20 pounds on and go up a division and feel that you deserve it then go for it i don't feel like it's an issue if you're ranked as a super junior and it's you're in your first year of awf it's something you should feel honored to be considered as because there's people that are in that division that aren't even considered as super junior they're just a part of the roster sure sure well, there's a lot of, I'm interested in quite a lot of guys I've got on there, like Eric Silver, Matt Black, Alex James, Jeffrey Alberton, those kind of guys on there. So um, when I see your name that comes up on here eventually, uh, we'll uh, certainly, well, I was going to say I'm going to invite you back. I'm never inviting you back on here ever again. Uh, yeah. It's just sure. absolutely aggravating. I'm sure that I'll probably be the host soon. 
you, you can't even answer questions, never yeah. alone give them out. You no, gotta take over the show. It's yeah. just messed day sorry. Right, let's talk about COH. Why? Because you're on it. All right, yeah. What's your, what's Hi, you Travis. Like? <laughs> yeah, that's that's. The... Yeah, this is gonna be a. So, what would this... you like to know about COH? I'd like you to tell me. Do you like your position in COH? I mean, yeah, I'm probably the best cheerleader in COH known to man. You like doing those uh, those face promos? From time to time. I don't like my face, but yeah, I like doing promos. Well, is that why I don't see you do many promos, like face to face, real time? Well, it's the opportunity has never actually arose, but a lot of for example, AWF likes voice promos, audio promos, and yeah. that works for me, but it's harder to convey emotion without facial expression sometimes, and I'm very expressive when it comes to something I get comfortable at. I'm not saying it's something I'm comfortable at yet, but it's something I'm improving on when it comes to audio and face-to-face promos. Back 10 years ago in a world where it was text promos, so, I mean, it's bringing me out of my comfort shell. Do I like my position in COH? Yes, mm. I'm happy just to be involved. But could my position be better? Yeah, but I've got a role to fill, so I'm happy doing what I do until something better comes along. And Yeah, but sometimes you can't sit around and wait for someone to come along. If you've got an idea, you can go up to someone and say, hey, dude, I think I should be doing this, rather than just saying, oh, because that's the problem that people do these days. They're going on social media and they're whining and bitching and complaining about it without actually coming up with an idea. If you go to someone and say, hey, I don't like where I am, but I've got an idea for this. Yeah, they might say no, and you might shit on 70 of your ideas, but the eighth one might be you know, correct. If you keep bitching about it, don't do anything, then, then you deserve to be you know, shit on. But either way, yeah. come up with an idea... And that's what I'm saying for you. You can go to an idea and say, hey, I want to work with such and such, make it build. Or, you know, go up to Travis and say, hey, you want my role to be better? Because you can yeah, say you know you've, got a, you've got a role to be filled, but you don't have to live by that role. Oh, I agree, I agree. Yeah. I can just go up, I'm just going to message Travis now and be like, you bitch. <laughs> and actually, I, uh, I'm trying to get Travis to sign Alex James because he's a, he's a good old kid. I'm surprised he's not signed already, to be honest. Yeah, I was always... Uh, That's uh, a name that always comes up. It's a consistent name. And if there's a name I'm familiar with, then it's consistent enough to have my attention. No one, no one needs your attention. You don't mean shit. I'm talking about the people that run the shows. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you have enough fucking show. You've got to have fucking some fan attention if fucking they wanted. Yeah, you want to hear, you want to hear, oh, Travis has got my attention, or... Uh, Sean's got my attention. You got oh, Scott McShane's got my attention. That don't mean bloody anything. Sorry, it's not that they have my attention; they can maintain my attention. Is that better for you, Jim Marco? Well, it was a little bit better than what you said previously. Yeah, same of words. <sighs> this has been. <laughs> well, you're in ECW. And they're kind of building you up to be almost like a, a shoot kind of guy, like a you're a you're a bad shoot MMA artist hybrid kind of person, which is an interesting way to have you because 
you don't really strike me as that kind of guy. Well, you need to get to know me better. So what, you do mixed martial arts in this bad time? Twice on a Sunday. Really? I used I have in the past, yeah. I did some training and stuff like that, but it's just the particular style of taking the approach over the years, wanted to obviously kind of go on the submission leaning con. That's kind of been the way I've always catered towards, but not everybody's executed in the best way possible. But times are changing, I would suppose, and Ryan's done a great job of that. The submission aspect of it, he was the one that kind of put the idea across of using UFC footage and stuff like that to build up a promo and stuff yeah, like yeah, that for yeah. me, like package and that was totally on him and I've got to give him 100% credit for that uh, but he's kept an open line of communication with me with ideas and constant screenshots of what he was working on and it goes to show you the, the massive difference between being in ECW and being in CXWI with the open line of communication that we have, we obviously have a constant dialogue uh, he's pitching ideas to me and if I've got any ideas I can pitch it to him quite freely and it's no a, a particular approach that you see in core very often, but it's working. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's unique. So, uh, without being the the boring, oh, you know, I'm a mixed martial art because I feel like that can be overdone many times because we don't need mixed martial artists to be cool. I think even that in the wrestling business today always bothers me. Where oh, we've got this mixed martial art. Oh, we've got this UFC guy. I'm like. We don't need it to be cool. Just because we've had, you know, gimmicks for so long doesn't mean we need to be more legit now. You can make a gimmick legit just the way you book it. Your problem is, not you, I mean, like, wrestling companies, you're you're fill up too much with shitty wrestling gimmicks you've got. And this is real wrestling, by the way. To actually need to go out and get, you know, tough guys. Because you can do tough guy all day long. And if you don't connect and no one gives a shit, no one cares. It's all about the the character themselves why should i care about the character even if it's stupid character or funny character that's what it's entertainment i don't need someone to come out and be like oh i could beat you up well that's great i I don't care go and do that in your sport but this is entertainment i want to be entertained i want to be entertained pal oh you don't want somebody signed in that's got a ufc background or comes in directly for the ufc just to be another ufc guy or girl you don't want them just coming in and just doing UFC moves, you want them to implement their own style and implement the UFC holds that they've got knowledge in and bring that into wrestling and use actual wrestling moves, you know, but it's incorporating a style and meshing it in efficiently and not every person for the UFC is going to be able to come into WWE and pick up fucking the skill of wrestling. It's well, that's just, why, you know, crowds end up, end up turning on them because, again, the whole, well, we could just give her, a, or her, him or her, you know, the gimmick of, oh, well, they're, they're from the UFC, so, and I'm like, yeah, but it only works for maybe, like, two days. And then people are like, yeah, but show me more. Show me what you got. Yeah. And that's why, you know, no offense to some of the cool guys that are out there, like, you know, Steve Blackman and Kem Shamrock and Dan Seven and all those guys, but let's be honest, they were bloody boring. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I tell t- tell me, tell me his favorite Steve Blackman match. Oh, Steve Blackman versus Shane McMahon. And okay, okay, yeah, fair enough. I remember that one, the one with the kendo stick thing. Yeah, my point being, anyway, is the whole idea of being able to connect is 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 more important. And I ain't going down Steve Blackman because Steve Blackman could probably whip my ass. But, oh yeah, it could work a lot for your asses. So it's more about you know that in the uh, the latest thing you're in. 
uh, after all that is the FWZ, the next headliner, the next headliner tournament of 10 men who are going to try and vie to become the next headliner. They're going to be the try and be the next signee to the FWZ. You are in this, Mr. McShane. What's your, uh, what do you think your chances are? It's a one horse race jam going, you know that. And I'm guessing you think you're the one that's going to be doing that. No. You're the one that said it, not me. Well, when we were having a discussion on the social media for, for everyone, um, there were you you quite you quite kind of very direct, very vicious in, in what you come across that you felt like you needed this, you wanted this, like this was your time to, and I get that because that that kind of adds to what I was saying, you know, ages ago at the beginning of this conversation about a guy who has only been lifted to a particular point has been lifted anywhere above that and i think this is a great chance for you to really be pushed into a headliner spot no pun intended but again the people are going to vote the gonna people are going to vote for you so you know you got to get people behind you to hopefully want you to win uh, you said that best earlier with suggesting ideas to ceoh for example that you can get if you're not complacent in your spot that you should be vocal and take it up take it upon yourself to move into that position and that's yeah. just matched towards FCW and hopefully people feel the same way in this way in that way did you say FCW? FZW FWZ sorry you don't even know the name <laughs> I don't even know your name fuck yeah I know you don't know go on this goddamn name FWZ <laughs> say it with me yeah FWZ yeah I know yeah well done I kind of bopped when I was saying it I'm Drinking Budweiser, don't shout at me. We are, we have many things in common, and one of the things, actually, no, we have not many anything in common. But one thing we have in common is Core All Stars. You had a uh, a particularly unique moment last year. Tell everyone oh. about that unique moment. Fucking remind me, man. Try to get all my heel heat back. Uh, well, basically, I eliminated the Terminator, unknown as Ryan Carroll. Travelled through. Many years from the future to end his tyranny in the present day. Okay. No, but joking aside, uh, I had a, a good moment in the Call of Stars Rumble by eliminating Ryan Carroll, who was number 30. And if you don't already know, everybody hates Ryan Carroll. <laughs> Have you, oh, trust me, if you heard that Ben Hopkins episode, Jesus Christ. Well, truth be told, Ryan Carroll hates everybody, so the feelings mutual. I don't think he likes me, to be honest, but that's... Why, what did you do to him? I've never done anything to him particularly. We've barely really spoke, but... We've had a couple of altercations that I'll not speak of. Well, one altercation that I can really think of. Maybe more than one, actually, but... I don't know, maybe he just doesn't think highly of me because he doesn't know me, but I don't really know him either, so the only thing I really know of him through is jokes. Okay. See, there well, is someone that you actually have heat with, then. I've got a heat with a lot of people, but... Well, I know that. Some people probably just don't speak up about it. Well, when I when I get these sort of Ryan Carroll things, some things I sort of see as jokes, and then some are serious, and sometimes I don't know which one to go for because people have different opinions. But you're oh, yeah. saying yours is more serious, to a degree. I, I don't really think much of them, let's be honest, and I don't mean that in a bad way or any way, shape, or form. I just don't have much of an opinion on him because I haven't spoke to him much. Well, 
When it comes to Cool Stars, you were in the Rumble last year. Are you going to be in the Rumble again this year? No. So you have something more prominent. That's possible, but that's all down to forces at well. Well, this is good because I was going to get really annoyed if they were going to put you in the Rumble again because I'm like, Jesus Christ, do something with this kid. I don't want to feel complacent. I want to do something different. That's well, so what I'm saying. Again, with, with my constant, you know, thing about, you know, having you in a more prominent role, it would be like, where are we going to stick him in the lead, you know? Cause, but that's a good thing, that you are going to be doing something more prominent, and I'm happy about that. Will but, there uh, be a title involved? No. As an accolade that I can take afterwards, then maybe then I can call that a title, but if you're talking about a championship belt of any way, shape, or form, then the answer's no. Well, I don't know where you are. and uh, I'm in Glasgow, Scotland. No, what? Oh, idiot. I mean, where, where you are on the card. But I hope it's a good place. Um, could you be the main event? No, that's reserved for the Call Stars title. In my opinion, anyway, unless it's a bigger than. No, yes. I meant in the match. What do you mean? Are you going to be involved in the Call Stars title match? I can't say that personally, but that's down to whoever Ben's facing, and I think Ben can handle himself. So I'll leave that to Ben, and I'll leave what I need to deal with to what I need to deal with. Hmm. So there's a possibility. No. I would say there's a possibility. If Ben needs me, he knows where I'm at, but at the same time, he. He didn't need my help last year, so you don't need my help. Well, if you're year. if you're in a prominent Robbie, I'll be quite happy for you. If you're in the main event, man, I'm gonna be fucking psyched. You versus Ben Hopkins, I'm gonna be like, can I? I want to sit ringside and watch my two boys go at it, and then I'll oh. throw the Union Jack sign everywhere, and we'll we'll get real like alt right British racist. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to see just yet, but there is an upcoming event called Checkpoint. Checkpoint. Yeah, it's a. DWZ oh, is that the, is that the DZW thing? Yeah, DZW and Call of Stars uh, co-shared event. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Myself and Ben are booked on that show. Oh. Whether it be against each other, that remains to be seen. But I'm not going to comment further. But in terms of Call of Stars 12, I've got a rough idea of what I want to do. Okay. So I'm just not going to comment too much on it just yet. Well, like I said, if you're in it, I'd be so, uh, so sorry. But yes, you will see me there at that uh, event as well, as I have. Uh, well, not me personally, but the uh, FWZ will be involved in some uh, capacity too. So I'll be cryptic too. I like this cryptic stuff. It's all cool, isn't it? Oh, my God. A jet tornado. What are you, what are you saying about jet tornado? Uh, he's he's uh, there, I suppose. Oh, piss <laughs> off! You are, here I am building you up, you son of a bitch, and you come in there and insult my guys. You are so ungrateful. Jet Tornado is somebody that's got a lot of history that I need to catch up with, but he seems like somebody that is very capable. Is that the best you got? That's, you like, that's, like, that's like you're flipping. It's like your, your, your parents going, you know, oh, you put in a good effort. That's like, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear that kind of shit. I want to hear, you know, you're really good. Effort's like, well, you're shit, but, you know, you you, tr- you try. I don't want to hear that. Well, 
He's absolutely brilliant, but he's second to myself and Ben, of course. But yeah, of course. at the same time, he's never faced me and Ben, so he has to rise for the ranks to earn that opportunity. He might be the big fish in a small pond, but now he's in a wide open motion. He's still got a lot to learn. What is this, the WWE? He's going to start using pond analogies. Well, you're a big fish in a small pond. I mean, he was a he was a small pond in a big fish. Shut up with the small <laughs> fishes and goddamn ponds. Well, with a name like Jet Tornado, I'm surprised they hasn't had a, a stalled start. What's that meant to mean? <laughs> What's wrong with that name? It's a great name. Uh, no what are you fucking oh by the way were you that dickhead last year in the call stars chat that said he looked like steve blackman <laughs> yeah <Fucking> dickhead <laughs> oh, were you also the guy that said that i sounded like adam blampy yeah <laughs> not bad i bet you agree don't you no i don't i have yeah, no but now, now now that we know each other more prominently i bet you feel bad now well i feel bad that you're saying like adam blampy but yeah Compare me to Adam Bloody Blampy. That you realise that's an insult, right? Adam Blampy. Uh, do I need to go in it, involved in it? All the shit that's happened, happened to him. Sorry, oh no, no. Sorry, I didn't mean to insult Adam. <sighs> I'm kidding. But you, you do know he's back on YouTube. Well, I know it's he's part of wrestle talk, isn't he? But to be honest with you, wrestle talk is it's like in the toilet from what it was like years ago. I remember when like Marty Skrull was um, hosting that, which was a cool little TV show. Now it's God knows what it is now. It's just all like the guys from the internet being like, let's talk about how we book between Bret Hart and Zotshadar. I think I don't care. Shut up. Yeah, they had a weird time slot on in the UK after TNA. TNA, you like TNA? No, you don't like TNA. Not any- I haven't watched it in years, and it was my granddad who caught me into it. Really? Yeah. How did your granddad come across a TNA? He must have liked wrestling and discovered TNA and settled on that. That's so your, does your granddad like, like old wrestling? Yeah, like giant haystacks, Big Daddy Cool. <laughs> Big Daddy Cool? <laughs> it's Big Daddy, you idiot. Big yeah. Daddy. That's Diesel. You know there was Big Daddy. Yeah, yeah, Daddy giant Cook. haystacks versus Kevin Nash. You know the casual on uh, on World yeah. Sports Sunday night. Two quads and a full match. <laughs> giant haystacks versus Kevin Nash. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, Kevin Nash was only twelve at the time. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really a Kevin Nash fan, so I couldn't tell you. Neither is his knees, to be honest. What did your granddad think of uh, TNA? I can't believe your dad watched TNA. Crazy. Yeah, I never really asked him his opinion on it, to be honest. I was kind of young myself. It was just... Another what did you, like, you like in TNA? Uh, how did I like in TNA? Obviously, I'm going to be a very generic answers and say that Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Kazarian, Chris Harrison... I don't even know if that is his name, but Harris. <laughs> You're terrible with names, aren't you? Jesus. Well, when I was younger, it took me months to remember Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Hoss. You would be a terrible receptionist. Yeah, well, not really if I had a pen and paper. Well, even with anybody, I'm not butchering it up. I like some of the 
a, a lot of the the TNA guys were, of course, well, they were, they were awesome, and then of course WWE gobbled them up, which kind of is a bit of a shame because AJ Styles seems to be the only one that's actually used in a, a capacity. Samoa Joe should be booked like a goddamn murderer. Oh yeah, fantastic. The way he was done in Ring of Honor is exactly how it could be done. Just a big guy. And I hate this whole, well, you're just another Samoan. And I'm like, well, why'd you hire all the other bloody Samoans then? Well, I personally feel if he was around during the Attitude Era, the way he is presently, just the way that he carries himself, it would be yeah. an indefinite top heel. Well, that's the thing. When I see Samoa Joe walking down, he's got that swagger. He looks like he could kill you. And that's why... You know, he should be bittled up like a monster. I feel like the way... I mean, I don't even know what the fuck they're doing with him now. And that just, you know, disappoints me because I just see potential in guys that have something. And, you know, who am I? I'm just a fan, whatever. But you can't not look at him and go, eh. You know, you look at him and you're like, you know, you kind of... You get excited because it's that cool walk he has. And, you know, it's just a guy who could be built up as a monster. Not like the typical monster heel, but guy can talk. The guy talks to you like he hates you. It's just a perfect combination. I mean, there was some other guys in there that I uh, that I remember. Who was the ones that I can remember? Jay Lethal was always a, a good journeyman. He was always yeah, one that uh, went round and round and round. And a lot of the uh, all the ta- I always like James Storm. He always has that kind of aggressive uh, with the. I liked him. Then I kind of went off him for a while. I don't know. I think it's just maybe it's different ring style or something. We well, haven't checked out like NWA Power, have you? I have not yet. You check that out. That's uh, that's real good. When you talk about guys who get to talk about do promos, but it's just it was ad lib and it's fantastic. Some of the stuff is is really really good. Eli Drake, that's a guy who can cut a great promo. Really really good. Big fan of Eli Drake on NWA Power. Very positive things about him. Everyone likes to say he's like a bit of Austin, bit of flair, but there's just something about him that he gets that catchphrase. He gets that you know that time and presence. That's what it's all about. And uh, Big, big, big fan. We are now heading out, heading down the road for this podcast. This has been uh, an aggravating podcast on on my end, but we finally made it happen and we finally uh, got through it. But before we do, we've got to go to our famous, famous Q&A. And Scott McShannon, you get to be in the hot seat to the questions. So lay it on me. Who is the most overrated CAW? Smokey, obviously. You don't even need to ask that question. You know the answer that's coming. Well, I didn't actually know you were going to answer with that, but okay. You could have assumed it. Why, why do you believe he'd take the overhead? It's, at the end of the day, it's how he's acted that has made him overrated. It's not down to perception and mass opinion. It's We all have this opinion because the way he has cooperated with others and existed in core. Okay. Thinking he's better than everybody else and not putting somebody over, whether it be his match type of a cage match or for the betterment of a show. And rather than doing business, as they would say in real wrestling terms, he's got to protect this delicate image of a an internet sure. cough personality. It's, it's not real. You've got to let it go eventually, man. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. Yeah, I, I agree that. Um... That, that that makes sense. So who would you say is the most underrated? Oh, underrated? Probably me. No, you can't say you. <laughs> that's, and that's a harder one to answer, actually. Underrated? Oh. I've got to say... 
Jet Tornado. Yeah, right. Don't you kiss my ass. Why would you kiss my ass for? Well, in terms of... Who would I say is underrated? I don't know. There's just... There's so many people to choose from, but so many people that are getting the opportunity presently. And I don't really want to take the, the, the route of a similar answer to somebody else, but... I've got to say... Damien Valentine. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to have him uh, on the old After Busy podcast soon. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of lot of guys. I was talking to um, Alex James about the ECW. Ryan show tends to have a lot of guys that you know get brought in those new guys to get that sort of platform, and that's a great thing to to say. You know that you took brand new people from obscurity and you built them up. That's a true talent. That's a true, uh, true thing to do. And then give them that platform to to branch out. That that has that reputation to say, if I want to go somewhere, if I want to be somebody, I can go to ECW, and that can be somewhere that I, you know, get that platform. So it's a good reputation to have. Then just well, I don't know if I could get in there. You know, if it's that welcoming attitude, that's always a good thing to have. Well, it's been over a year since I've been waiting to get in there, and that's just down of. Down to because of the fact that he produces shows and other personal reasons, but the fact that he's given me that opportunity and pushed me in that way, it just means from there on that if I don't get a push going forward, then maybe I'm the one that's responsible for that. So it just means it gives you that boost start, but from there on, it's, you're on your own to kind of prove yourself. Well, he's got a lot of children, you know, to, to handle, and you know, that takes a lot of time in itself. Yeah, there's only so much money we can produce before he goes, no, you need to make more. Absolutely, and, you know... That Sean Wolf mentality. Mm. Money, money, every penny fucking counts. Absolutely. So, we are coming towards an end now, Mr. McShannon. Is there anything you'd like to tell the audience? You want to promote anything, social media, all that stuff? Kind of put me in the hot seat here. Uh, just, if anybody wants to follow me, my name, my, my name on Twitter is uh, at O underscore my underscore days, D-A-Z-E, whatever. I don't care. Fuck you all. Have a good night. Well, we can't end it like that. <laughs> Have some bloody respect. Yeah, there's, there's nothing like saying, yeah, follow me on Twitter, but fuck you. <laughs> then again, who's going to bloody follow you on Twitter anyway? All you do is post random videos why are you sending me random videos of boris johnson i don't know he's just he's your hero <laughs> he ain't my goddamn hero jesus christ anything but anytime you see a photo of boris johnson you hear a real american in your head no i do not any any time i see that you know that president they've got across the pond i mean what a muppet he is huh oh god he just he just looks like I glued back together Boris Johnson. Well, guys like Ryan, guys like Sean, it's their own fault for voting for him. And this is the part where they go, well, I did vote for him. I was like, well, you bloody rest of you did, didn't you? Yeah, but to be fair, their voting system just kind of like ours is kind of Oh, shit. I know. It's a bad bunch of bollocks. I studied their voting system in school, and it's just like, you don't even need a majority of the vote to fucking win half a time. See, I have a theory that, you know, first past the post system, yeah, that's right. I believe that what would I know changing the system is always going to be a, a difficult thing, but with part, first past the post system, 
the thing with that is you have people that get into power through you know the amount of seats they get but the issue is if you talk about your constituent your whatever you want to call it your county your city whatever yeah all, the, all those votes that go towards the person gets their seat so the rest of the votes kind of seem wasted so I believe, why can't they take those remaining votes from each county and put them into the national one? Then that can make things a little bit easier because if you've got, you know, a councillor per, per county then, or MP, whatever side of the fence you're on, the rest of the votes seem kind of wasted. And I feel like that would be better put towards the national one because then it's all it basically says is whoever won the votes in your local election technically wins in the national election i just feel like to get the votes that aren't wasted just put them in a national one. Oh yeah definitely rather than the votes being inconsequential rather than not having a a matter for whether or not people actually voted or not yeah they should definitely go into the nationals and go towards something a bit more worthwhile and long lasting well just be something that would be a lot more smarter especially because of the fact that most of the, you know, votes don't really matter to people as they would say. You know, it doesn't really matter to them, and it would probably make people feel a lot better because we're never going to get that what I call the Brexit vote, which is, you know, yeah. a vote is a vote. It's just going to be um, the whole idea of, you know, where it could go, and if you vote for people that aren't the the national kind of um, special or you know interested. Yeah, party, then your vote's wasted. Anyway, right. I'm going to get off this topic. Don't know why the hell we're talking about politics, never mind. I know, that's a different topic for a different day. And definitely the wrong show. Yeah, we'll end up talking about religion soon. Oh, don't even get me started on yeah. that. We, what we want. Anyway, we okay. are wrapping up the, the podcast with Mr. Scott McShannon. Scott McShannon's got to go back into his house and entertain his mother and his sister. Uh, Fuck you. They love you, don't they, Scott? Oh, yeah, yeah, I love them too. Yeah, I bet you do. I don't think they think very highly of you, though. I don't know what the hell you just said. I don't think they think very highly of you, though. Why? What do I do? I don't know. I don't even fucking know you. Yeah, but I'm a respectable young man. I go around swearing like you do. You're not young. Bloody well am. How old are you? None of your business. Well, then how can you say I'm not young if you don't know how old I am, then? I'm 26. How old are you? I'm 26. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're like 36. <laughs> F you, I'm not 36. I'm 26 years of age. I'm the exact same age as you. So you we're the same. When am I 27? Yeah. September. Yeah, well, you're fucking older than me, bitch. Yeah, but I was a, like a, an early uh, an early birth, so that's... Yeah, yeah, I was born with moisturizer on my face. Uh... No, I was just born earlier than I was expected to be. Yeah, I was born nine months before I was actually born. Oh, good for you. Call Don't care. Believed. Asshole. So we're just going to leave it like that, are we? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you've, but, I, don't, I don't know where to go now. Uh, well, I, I, can, I can be nice, I suppose. Well, you know what? I'm going to be the true gentleman, the true professional of this podcast and wrap <laughs> this podcast up sensibly as well, it was supposed to be. Now sit there and be quiet while I end, end it. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. If you want to be checking out things all Scott McShannon, you can catch him on the Twitter, the Twitter machine, at O underscore my underscore days. And he'll probably have some weird alt-right opinion on something. 
because that's just the way it is. You can also find him on Facebook, but he posts a ridiculous amount of memes and Lord knows what else. You can catch him on shows such as COH, AWF, and ECW. You can also catch him currently on my current tournament, which is the FWZ, the next headliner. That's FWZ. And if you're looking to vote for Scott McShane in the next headliner, the video will be shortly released of the first round and the voting schedule will be then released straight after for you to vote for your favorite professional wrestler in that tournament who you want to go through to the next round. And we will be eliminating each person each round until we get to two large participants, two large participants at the end to go through and battle to become the next signee to the FWZ. This has been my interview, my conversation with Scott McShannon. And last thing to say to you, Scott, is F you. Thanks. City, whatever. Yeah. All, the, all those votes that go towards the person gets their seat. So the rest of the votes kind of seem wasted. So I believe, why can't they take those remaining votes from each county and put them into the national one? Then that can make things a little bit easier because if you've got you know, councillor per per county, then or MP, whatever side of the fence you're on. The rest of the votes seem kind of wasted, and I feel like that would be better put towards the national one because then it's all it basically says is whoever won the votes in your local election technically wins in the national election. I just feel like to get the votes that aren't wasted, just put them in a national one. Oh yeah, definitely. Rather than the votes being inconsequential, rather than not having a a matter for whether or not people actually voted or not. Yeah, they should definitely go into the nationals and go towards something a bit more worthwhile and long-lasting. Well, just be something that would be a lot more smarter, especially because of the fact that most of the you know votes don't really matter to people, as they would say. You know, it doesn't really matter to them, and it would probably make people feel a lot better because we're never going to get that, what I call the Brexit vote, which is, you know, a vote is a vote. It's just going to be um, the whole idea of, you know, where could go. And if you vote for people that aren't the the national kind of um, special or, you know, interested party, then your vote's wasted. Anyway, I'm going to get off this topic. Don't know why the hell we're talking about politics, never mind. I know that's a different topic for a different day and definitely the wrong show. Yeah, we'll end up talking about religion soon. Oh, don't even get me started on that. We what we want. Anyway, we are wrapping up the the podcast with Mr. Scott McShannon. Scott McShannon's got to go back into his house and entertain his mother and his sister. uh, Fuck you. They love you, don't they, Scott? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love them too. Yeah, I bet you do. I don't think they think very highly of you, though. I don't know what the hell you just said. I don't think they think very highly of you, though. Why? What do I do? I don't know. I don't even fucking know you. Yeah, but I'm a respectable young man. I go and swearing like you do. You're not young. Bloody well am. How old are you? None of your business. Well, then how can you say I'm not young if you don't know how old I am, then? I'm 26. How old are you? I'm 26. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're like 36. <laughs> F you, I'm not 36. I'm 26 years of age. I'm the exact same age as you. So you we're the same. When am I 27? Yeah. September. Yeah, well, you're fucking older than me, bitch. Yeah, but I was a, like a, an early, uh, an early birth, so that's yeah, yeah. I was born with moisturiser on my face. Uh... No, I was just born earlier than I was expected to be. Yeah, I was born nine months before I was actually born. Oh, good for you. 
Asshole. So we're just going to leave it like that, are we? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, but, I, don't, I don't know where to go now. Uh, well, I, I, can, I can be nice, I suppose. Well, you know what? I'm going to be the true gentleman, the true professional of this podcast and wrap <laughs> this podcast up sensibly as well, it was supposed to be. Now sit there and be quiet while I end, end it. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. If you want to be checking out things all Scott McShannon, you can catch him on the Twitter, the Twitter machine at O underscore my underscore days. And he'll probably have some weird alt-right opinion on something because that's just the way it is. You can also find him on Facebook, but he posts a ridiculous amount of memes and Lord knows what else. You can catch him on shows such as COH, AWF, and ECW. You can also catch him currently on my current tournament, which is the FWZ, the next headliner. That's FWZ. And if you're looking to vote for Scott McShane in the next headliner, the video will be shortly released of the first round, and the voting schedule will be then released straight after for you to vote for your favorite professional wrestler in that tournament who you want to go through to the next round, and we will be eliminating each person each round until we get to two large participants, two large petitions at the end to go through and battle to become the next signee to the FWZ. This has been my interview, my conversation with Scott McShannon, and last thing to say to you, Scott, is F-U. Thanks. Check out all things